Hey, Rob Bradford here. You guys know I'm always up for a good MVP story, and one of the best stories is Wasabi Technology. Wasabi is the world's hottest cloud storage company, and it's become the go-to provider for professional and collegiate sports teams, including 20 major league baseball teams like the Red Sox and NHL teams like the Bruins and Vancouver Canucks. Even the Liverpool Football Club is getting in on the Wasabi action. So why is Wasabi the MVP? Well, Wasabi was purpose-built to free businesses from skyrocketing storage costs and unpredictable transaction fees that the Amazons of the world are charging. In fact, Wasabi is up to 80% less than those hyperscalers and doesn't charge a cent for businesses to access their data. From Wasabi's AI-enabled intelligent media storage, Wasabi Air, to the industry's only cloud storage service with triple protection against cyber criminals, data deletion, and ransomware, Wasabi's taking the lead in driving innovation in data storage and helping sports teams to unleash the power of their data. Wasabi, another Boston-based champion team. The following is a presentation of A's Cast, your free 24-7 non-stop destination for A's baseball. Go to athletics.com slash A's Cast to download the app. Restrictions apply. It's time to go inside the front office of the Athletics with the general manager of the A's, David Forst. Here now is the David Forst Show with Chris Townsend. It's now time for the David Force Show here on A's Cast, powered by TuneIn. And, David, we got some wins to talk about this time around. <laughs> that's, uh, that's always a nice thing to have when, uh, when you and I get together is coming off a few straight wins. Well, what was your reaction to yesterday when here Liam Hendricks is coming in, the A's have the lead, things are looking good. We know on the Doppler that bad weather is coming in, but there's no rain yet, and they want to put the tarp on the field. I know my, my partner doing the broadcast, Vince Catronio, went nuts. Bob Melvin was not happy about it. How are you feeling watching it? Well, yeah, my initial reaction was the same. I didn't quite understand it. Um, you know, the thing we know about that decision is it's, it's entirely made by the crew chief. It's not a decision that the home team makes. Uh, you know, once that game or once any game starts, it's in the hands of the umpires. So you, you sort of have to trust that there was a reason for what they did. I know Mike Winters said that his information uh, told him when you know when it comes, it's going to come hard. And if we were going to have any chance of playing after the rain, they were going to have to get the tarp on uh, preemptively. So yeah, frustrating because we took the lead, obviously in the top of the seventh. Um, but the nice thing about the rules is you don't lose that; you just have to pick it up. It would have been would have been nice to try and come away from there with a four game sweep, but uh, you know we we sort of hope to pocket that one come September. Yeah, no question. And it's kind of strange because we know that the teams will be different in September. They will not be the same. Yeah, it, it, it is kind of weird that way. That's why, that's why you ultimately don't have a lot of suspended games in MLB because the rosters change day to day, let alone you know three months out. So uh, it'll be interesting to see come, uh, come September you know, who's, who's healthy, who's here, who, who's new in town, and, and what, the, uh, what the box score ends up looking like. Yeah, so for the rules, just take us through it. So, I mean, Liam Hendricks will be on the mound. Let's say, and, and I'm not wishing on any will on Liam, but let's just say he's on the injured list, so you're allowed to have another star, obviously have another, another, another I would say, another pitcher out there. 
Yeah, it, it would be just as if you made a pitching change three, you know, three or four pitches into that batter for whatever reason. And and anyone who's on the roster on September sixth or seventh, whatever day it is, and anyone is eligible now, Mike Fires cannot come in because he's already been replaced in that game. So he's effectively the only guy not eligible to pitch that day. If if Liam is here and he's available to start, then it's you just sort of. It's like nothing ever happened. Um, and for the position players, same thing. Anyone who's here can just be substituted. And, and again, if, if someone is hurt that was playing in the game yesterday, it's just like you, you know, for whatever reason, made a substitution in the middle of a batter. David Force, the general manager of your Oakland Athletics, joins us here on A's Cast, powered by TuneIn. It's the David Force Show. 14 home runs so far on this road trip. I know you don't want to be reliant on, on just home runs, but how good is it to see the ballpark, uh, the ball go now the ballpark again? Yeah, it's look, it's a huge part of our offense, whether whether we want it to be or not. And no, you you don't want to rely on the homer, but gosh, it certainly makes it easier to score runs when you hit the ball over the fence. So uh, it is encouraging. Uh, you know, even in a place like Seattle, where uh, where it's tough to get the ball out, and, and you know we didn't come out on top in those two games, but still hit some homers. Obviously, Chris hit two, which was a great sign. Um, and then uh, we continue to hit him out of a pretty big yard in, at Comerica, uh, kind of highlighted by Chad Pinder's two bombs. So it's, uh, it's a big part of our offense. I know it gives a lot of confidence to the guys in the lineup, so it's nice to see the ball fly out of the yard. You know, I'm not sure what's going to happen the rest of the way here in Cleveland or where the team gets back because this is going to be playing all week on A's cast. But as of right now, this Monday, Chris Davis is not in the lineup. He has been hitting for base hits, but it hasn't been hitting for power. And we know that his power comes from his lower body, and he's having issues with that left hip. What do you think is going to happen in the next week or so with him? Because he just doesn't seem to be right. No, and he doesn't feel 100%. Um, but look, this is, a, this is a pretty deep bone bruise that we're dealing with. When he hit that railing in Pittsburgh, uh, it got him in a bad spot. Uh, and it's exactly that. It's a bruise that just it doesn't feel 100%. So uh, the nice thing is Chris has had some success since being back in the lineup. He does only have the two homers, um, but he's got a bunch of base hits and driven in a bunch of runs that helped with the three wins in Detroit. So um, I, I just think it's a matter of a few more days. And I know Chris is saying that he feels better after he gets the day off, which is consistent with a, a bruise or a contusion like this. And, um, you know, if it were something more significant in his oblique or inside, he wouldn't be able to do what he's doing right now. So uh, we're all trying to be patient. I know Chris is frustrated. Uh, Bob wants him in the lineup as much as possible. But, um, you know, I, I really, you know, I really believe we're just talking about a, a few more days and, you know, maybe on and off or just at some point he'll get back to feeling 100%. The game inside the game, and speaking of Chris Davis, and something that I noticed while doing the play-by-play and being at Comerica, is watching how they shifted on Chris Davis. All he had to do was have a couple base hits where the second baseman will be, and then they start playing him more straight up. It's like, guys, if you just make an adjustment, you'll kill the shifting on you. It's very interesting to watch from game to game. Yeah, and I wish it were... Uh, just as easy as saying, hey, you know, hit, hit them where they ain't. I mean, it's funny, we, we watch on TV or we watch from the stands and you, you sometimes lose, lose a little perspective on how difficult this game is because 
Um, because, yeah, you know, you talk about Matt Olson also. Everyone says, well, just lay down a bunt and, and it'll change. And Matt's done a great job of that over the last week. Um, it's not that easy to lay down a bunt in a big league game. Um, and for Chris, or, or, you know, they shift Marcus occasionally. It's not that easy to just hit the ball wherever you want. But when you do, like you said, it has a huge impact. And it, uh, you know, it, it can change the defense for the better. And uh, if Chris is going to, you know, get to that 247 mark, he's going to need a share of singles. If he does that again, <laughs> David, there's no way. I don't care what analytics you have. I don't care whoever the smartest guy is in your analytic department is. There's no way you can prove that that's that's something that's normal. I mean, three straight. I mean, three straight years. Four straight years. No way. Yeah, I, I have to think that you're right. I mean, right now, as we sit here on Monday, he's at 250, so I'm a little worried that he's going to, you know, run away from 247, but, but we'll see. <laughs> it's just, it'll be one of the craziest things in the history of the game. Let's talk about your starting pitching on this road trip. I mean, you think what you got in game one with Bassett, and then you think about Frankie Montas, one pitch away from a complete game, and then, of course, what you got from Daniel Mangan. You're starting to see length out of your starters. We are. It's been really nice, and, and you see the sort of uh, the effect it has on everybody. You know, starters keep you in games. The lineup has some confidence, you know, to, to score some runs. Then it, it rests the bullpen. Those guys perform better. It, it all kind of works together nicely, and it's, it's been a really good stretch. I mean, I think I saw some numbers the other day going back basically a month all the way to, like, April 18th. We've had the, the second-best starting pitching in the league. Uh, unfortunately, in that time, you know, the bats got cold a little bit. We lost a couple games late. Um, but those guys have really stepped up, and there's some, some real highlights, obviously, with Mike's no-hitter, um, but also the game that Frankie threw the other night in Detroit. I mean, that, that's a game that, you know, when you see a, a young Frankie Montas and you see the stuff, you sort of hope that that kind of game comes at the end of it where he just he dominates he throws his fastball by guys the first time through and then he gets swings and misses with with two other pitches and um you know couldn't quite get that last out unfortunately in the ninth inning but but really did dominate with his stuff so you know bass has been consistent daniel pitched really well it's a nice run for the starting pitchers and it it does affect everybody else on the team so just to kind of take people behind the scenes, uh, Ken Korak is out on this road trip. So I'm filling in. I'm Vince. Vince is Ken. So I go down to do the interview after the game, and I'm actually standing behind the dugout stairs, and, and I'm watching Melvin pace back and forth because he does not want to take Frankie out. And obviously in the end he had to take Frankie out with only one left. How tough is that decision for Bob, for you guys in the front office? Because you want him to get that complete game, but you know that the pitch count's getting up there. Yeah, that's uh, unfortunately those are the, the decisions the manager has to live with almost on a nightly basis. And, and we, you know, you and I talked about it in relation to, to Mike's no-hitter last week and, and the pitch count. And the reality is it is different uh, with a guy like Frankie, who's, who's younger, who's had some injury history with his arm, um, has bounced back and forth between the starter and reliever role. I mean, all those things you you have to take into account and when i say you i mean bob has to do it because he's the one down there making the decision and um what he does so well is he balances that line between you know wanting to give his guys what they want wanting to give frankie the the opportunity 
to throw a complete game because you know that's that's not something that comes around every day. But also recognizing for the good of the team, a you have to make sure you get the win, and you have to make sure that Frankie's ready to go five days from now, and and frankly for another four months. So uh, you know Bob knows everything that goes into that decision. I think the players respect that he he has their best interest in mind that he wants them you know he wants them to achieve these things but also wants them to be around and and I appreciate the way that Bob handled that Frankie got a really big compliment in Detroit David David Force the general manager joins us here on Ace Cast powered by TuneIn Jack Morris the Hall of Famer said on Fox Sports Detroit after after watching Frankie Montas his split finger is the closest thing he has seen to his forkball ever and I was like, wow. And I don't know if Frank even really knows who Jack Morris is, but uh, Jack Morris's forkball was as good as it gets. And to say that, that that's the closest thing he's seen to his pitch, that's a huge compliment. It, it is. I actually I heard you say that on the radio during the broadcast the other day, and, uh, and I thought the same exact thing, that um, a guy like that who – you know, he doesn't get to see Frankie pitch much, but but obviously saw an incredible performance and, and something jumped out at him to, to make that comparison is a huge compliment and, and from a guy who, who won some pretty big games in his day. Uh, so hopefully, uh, hopefully Frankie appreciated it. How does it feel right now to get back on track to winning road games? Because that was something you were so great at last year. Yeah, we took care of business on the road last year, and that was that was a big part of, of why we ended up where we did. Um, and and you know it, it it's always it's always a little bit of a mystery why a certain team plays better at home or better on the road. There's no no real science to it, but you do know it's important. Uh, you know, from the overall record standpoint, and from the again we talk about the confidence of the guys knowing they can go into somebody else's building and, and come away with a win. So uh, to get the, you know, the three or I guess three and a half wins in Detroit um, and then to go into a tough place tonight in Cleveland where uh, it, it is cold and, and probably going to be wet at some point and they've got a good pitching staff themselves. So uh, it, it was a, a nice little boost for our guys. Let's end on this. Can we get an update on some of your young pitchers? Because I know Caprillian went down in Stockton. I know Jarrell's been throwing. Also, everybody always wants to know about Hayes Luz Lizardo. Can we get a quick, up, a quick update on all the young injured pitchers? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And there's really positive news across the board, which is nice to report. Um, <laughs> one of the guys who's not quite as young, but Sean Manaya threw a bullpen here at the Coliseum last week and looked great and felt great, and that was a, a big step for him. So Sean's making really good progress. Um, but the guys who are out pitching, you mentioned Jarrell through three innings in Stockton the other day, uh, up to 94, had the good changeup. Uh, so that was encouraging. He's got a couple more outings with Stockton before transferring over to Las Vegas to, to face AAA hitters. Um, James Caprillion was on the mound in a minor league game yesterday for the first time since 2016, uh, which is a huge accomplishment by him to go through the Tommy John rehab, then have some setbacks with his shoulder and work basically through two-plus years of rehab. It was great to see him on the mound. Two good innings yesterday, up to 93 with his velocity, and I'm um, just really encouraged by what James has been able to work through. Um, and, and you mentioned Jesus. 
Uh, he's still down in Arizona, and uh, we'll be seeing hitters here before the end of the month. Got a couple simulated games planned for him, and uh, hopefully just a matter of time sometime you know, into June before we get him into, uh, into some rehab games. So it's really it's been very positive across the board. Um, you know, one guy who you and I, I don't know if we've talked about, but Dalton Jeffries is out there pitching now, similar to, to Caprillion, missed a lot of time with Tommy John. Um, but Dalton pitched so well in Stockton that he's already been moved up to Midland, threw three shutout innings for Midland over the weekend with five punch-outs and just has looked great and, and had the look of the guy we saw at Cal and the guy we thought you know, had a chance to move through the system quickly. So that's been, it's been really encouraging to see him keep it up at double-A. David, everybody's saying I need a signature home run call. So next week, think about it, and we'll talk about it. Because I don't know. It seems like that every broadcaster has come up with every type of call you possibly could do in the history of baseball. Yeah, well, you're gonna, yeah, you, you might want to do a little crowdsourcing here. That's not my, uh, <laughs> not my department, so you better go beyond me to figure out what you want to do. All right, David, you're the best. We'll talk to you next week. All right, thanks, Chris. The David Force Show right here on A's Cast, powered by TuneIn. This has been a presentation of the Oakland Athletics. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.